0: listener production. Okay, are you recording? Howdy, you are listening to episode 125 of the Howie Games, featuring dual Olympian in the pool with a swag of medals to show for his efforts, Daniel Kowalski. Dan's full episode is one I really urge you to listen to for all sorts of reasons, which I will explain when it drops next Thursday. Until then, here's his player profile. Welcome to the Howie Games, a player profile, Daniel Kowalski. Dan, great to see you. Are you ready to go? I'm ready to go. Let's go. All right, here we go. Nicknames.
1: Um, my parents called me Deke, as in like Robert Deke Stella. Um, and then in my swimming days, I, w- I would get called killer, but that one's not really appropriate to my personality, but I get where <laughs> it came from.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've heard the killer, Kowalski. Favourite food? Oh, I've got
1: a massive sweet too. So if you give me a donut or a cupcake, I'm, I'm going to launch at it pretty quick.
0: A cupcake? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I'm coming around to your house. Can you cook? I'm not too bad. Okay, so if I'm coming around and you're putting on a slap-up dinner and I'm very lucky to be invited, what is the number one go-to dish that Daniel Kowalski is putting together?
1: I've started cooking this um, red curry pork and pineapple um, with, with rice. It's it's a slow cook and it tastes beautifully when you get it right. <laughs> Sounds
0: impressive. So we're inviting three people to this dinner because I, I, I wasn't able to get an invite. Three people. Of anyone you've met that you haven't met that you've admired, that are alive, that are dead, who are the three that are coming?
1: Um, definitely American speed skater Dan Jansen. He was one of my sort of first Olympic heroes. Um, definitely Steve Holland. Huh. Um, I've always admired admired him and what he achieved but I don't really know him at all and I'd have to have my mum there with me too.
0: What was it about Dan Jensen that captured you as a young fella?
1: Um, he, he'd been to multiple um, Olympic Games. He's a speed skater and every Games he attended, you know, he went in his favourite, fell, his sister passed away when he was at one of the Games and then essentially on his last ever event um, he finally captured that elusive gold medal. And um, that story really resonated with me. And just a couple of weeks ago, he started following me on Instagram and I almost... Out of my chair. <laughs>
0: That's a great story. That's a great story. Have you sent him a DM to say that you're his hero or not?
1: Um, no, we've actually communicated um, in the past, oh. but you know, in these modern times, but yeah, no sliding into DMs.
0: <laughs> okay, you should. There's not enough of people telling other people they admire them, which we'll get to in the, in the podcast. Uh, today or when you were swimming, doesn't matter, on a day off, what do you fill your time with to make you happy?
1: Uh, I've got to go to the beach. I love to just go to the beach and both for being in the water, but also it's just that happy, happy place.
0: And you're in Sydney now because you just showed me your view outside your office, looking over the Harbour Bridge. So things are going okay in your life.
1: Yeah, I feel very fortunate to work in in an iconic location and for an iconic organisation like the Olympic Committee. it's, It's
0: pretty cool. Which we'll speak about in the main body, what you're doing there. What was your very first job, Daniel Kowalski?
1: I cleaned pools um, <laughs> as a 14-year-old. I used to have to use a toothbrush to do the, the tiling and i do it on a Sunday for about three hours.
0: What was the pay for cleaning the pool? I got like $20. Oh, how big a pool are we talking? No, it was a five-lane,
1: 25-metre pool. Okay. Well, they squeezed five lanes into it. It was only four. Why a toothbrush? Um, I think because it was my coach's pool, I think he just did that for shits and giggles, to be
0: honest with you. <laughs> if that was your first job, mate, what was your first car?
1: It was a baby poo-coloured Sigma. <laughs> I guess depending on what the kid had had the night before, but it was you could see it a mile away. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you could swap jobs with anyone, um, whose job would you like?
1: You know, I wouldn't mind being in the shoes of someone like Adam Silver, the, the head of the NBA or... Thomas Bark, head of the IOC, these really global, massive sporting organisations, just to get a sense of what it's like.
0: Uh, What is, and you all have received a lot of it on your journey, what's the best piece of advice you've received? Um,
1: I guess um, whatever you achieve is is irrelevant if you're not a nice person.
0: I think that's my favourite answer to that question over how many episodes. Uh, It resonates
1: strongly with me.
0: Yeah, that's a great piece of advice. What is, are you a, a concert attender? And if you are, what's the best concert you've ever attended?
1: Yeah, I was really lucky to um, go and see Florence and the Machine at the Hollywood Bowl a few years ago, and it was it was epic for so many reasons, but just to hear it live like that in a venue like that was incredible.
0: What are the two most used apps on
1: your phone? Um, the Train Timetable. Huh. Um, and then probably uh, my my smart pay
0: card. Uh, what is the best gift you've ever received?
1: <laughs> I'm still waiting for that one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what is a favourite item in your
1: wardrobe? A uh, hoodie. Doesn't matter what one. Just a hoodie. I always feel really comfortable and relaxed in a hoodie.
0: What are you currently watching?
1: Just started um, in the line of duty on Netflix. Um, it was it was awesome.
0: What's that about? I haven't seen that.
1: Um, it's about a, a couple of police officers within the um, British um, police force, and they work in
0: anti-corruption. So recommended from you?
1: Yeah, I loved it. Got through the got through the third series in in a couple of days.
0: <laughs> Our favourite movie of all time.
1: Oh, this is this is really corny. No, it's I a toss-up it. between Jerry Maguire and The
0: Goonies. Jerry Maguire and the Goonies, quite the combo. What was the famous Jerry Maguire line? Um, um, it was show me the money, and yeah. there was the other one. You 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 had me at hello. Was
1: that was that from Jerry Maguire? I'm not someone to watch movies over and over again. I'm always in my people, you can just recite line after line, but you had I me think at it hello. Was. Right,
0: okay. Yeah. And
1: I just had- shut up. Just shut up. You had me at hello.
0: Hello. It's a beautiful love story, Dan. I love, I enjoy a love story. So, when you were racing home from school, if you were to watch telly, what would you be putting on the telly when you got home?
1: Um, I couldn't remember the name of the show, but the character's name was Mike Seaver. Um, and it had Alan Thick in it. Um, and I was racking my brains trying to try remember, but I couldn't for the life of me Mike remember Siever. it. Kurt, Cam- Mike Kurt Cameron was the main
0: my ain' growing pains
1: cuz that it growing no? pains No. yeah i'm not see i'm not good at this these memory things as long as we got each other we got the world spinning right in our hands baby you and me we got to be the luckiest dreamers that you ever dream and i knew i had to battle battle the remote, though
0: no, I think, oh, who would you have to fight the remote with? My older sister.
1: Actually, it wasn't actually the remote. It was you had to get up and, you know, press the, <laughs> press the button in those days. But, yeah, growing paints. I think that is right, actually, now that I think about it.
0: No remote. You're older than I thought you were, Dan. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> what, are you, what are you currently listening to, music-wise?
1: Okay, this one is very left field, but I, I am, yeah. for about the last four years, I've been... I'm slightly obsessed with this K-pop group called BTS.
0: As in Korean
1: pop? Yeah.
0: Really? How did you come across that? I like it.
1: Um, I saw it on Twitter maybe back in about 2017 and I was like, this is interesting and I I got pretty hooked pretty quick. I don't know. Obviously I don't don't know what they're saying but I I think that makes it even more powerful. You don't have to understand what they're saying to appreciate something.
0: Right, I'm going to have a listen to that. I might even whack some in.
1: Or um, understand the language, I should say.
0: Yeah, okay. I got you. I got
1: you.
0: Do you listen to podcasts? I do. Have you a recommendation for me? What type of things do you listen to?
1: Um, I, I love basketball, so i I'm watching um my both watch and listen to one called Old Man and the Three, um, which is JJ Reddick is his name. Um he's been in the NBA for about twelve years, but he used to go he used to play for Duke University, which is my favourite sort of sporting team, and so I I enjoy listening to, to those stories.
0: Why the connection with Duke?
1: Um, I remember being in the US when they played the championship game back in like 1990 and they got blown out and their head coach was a a guy with a long Polish name like myself, Mike Krzyzewski, so I kind of gravitated towards that before realising they're like barracking for the New York Yankees. Yeah,
0: they are, they are, they are. Of all the people you've met, that we would call famous or well-known or celebrities and you've lived a very very life. Who is the one that's made the biggest impression on you, Dan?
1: Um, this one's really difficult for, for me to answer because um, there's so many, but it, it's two of my um, former teammates. One is um, Susie O'Neill. Um, mm. I just love her down-to-earth, daggy nature, um, very kind soul. And the other one is Kieran Perkins. Um I've I feel like as I've gotten older, we've gotten older. Um we just have this connection um that people probably wouldn't realise that two rivals had. Um and I've got the utmost respect and admiration for him.
0: We'll we'll talk about that in the main body. I was lucky enough to work with Susie at the Delhi Commonwealth Games, which were what were they, two thousand and ten? And I was in the gym one morning and she was there and I, I was I, I didn't want to bowl up and say hello. And within five minutes she'd gone round and said hello to everyone in the gym and made everyone feel comfortable. So I appreciate what you're saying. I thought, wow, that was really cool.
1: Yeah.
0: Very cool. That's obviously the type of the lady she is. Do you have any superstitions?
1: <sighs> Not to have superstitions.
0: <laughs> That's a good one, is <laughs> any? I always forget them if I do. Well, they can't be too important. Then what's your most treasured possession?
1: Uh, Probably a family photo. Um, Mum passed away last year, so for me that is probably the thing that I am nearest and dearest to.
0: I'm sorry to hear that. That must have been even more difficult than it would typically be with the way COVID was going last year.
1: Yeah, and trying to get into Queensland when it's all happening, yeah, it was... Definitely a challenge and not the only one in that boat, that's for sure, as we've seen.
0: Favourite holiday destination?
1: Just take me to Queensland, park me on a beach and anywhere up and down that coast and I'm extremely happy.
0: Do you have a bucket list destination that you haven't been to that you'd like to go to?
1: Not really. It's funny, like, not being able to travel internationally in COVID, I thought I'd get itchy feet, but it's made me appreciate exactly where I live and how grateful we are to live in this country. So, I I actually, you know, I've never been to, you know, um, Broome. I've never been to um, a lot of the parts through the NT or in far, far north Queensland. So, you know, for me, I, I still want to explore those places.
0: What, if anything, scares you? I, I get scared of lightning. <laughs> lightning. So does my daughter. What, what yeah. is it? you think you're going to get hit by it?
1: Um, it's a combination between the thunder and the lightning and not knowing where it's going to come from. And I think a lot of that stems from swimming outdoors. We always got told that it's super dangerous, and I think it just sort of stemmed from there.
0: Final and most important question for you. This one was not on the sheet, but from one of your previous answers, you gave me a little bit of hope that you're going to go with what I'm after. Daniel Kowalski... Pineapple on pizza, yes or no?
1: Actually no. Oh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. this is a disaster. <laughs>
1: Why not? Um because I'm more like a meat lovers or just or a margarita, like I, I don't I don't dabble in between. That is
0: the most sorry. No no don't be sorry, that is the most divisive question. I, I get hate messages on social media from people in either camp. It's a very divisive issue, pineapple on pizza.
1: Yeah, I'd be curious to know how many other countries would have this conversation.
0: Not many. No. One of the great joys of being Australian. Dan, thanks for joining me on The Player Profile. Your full episode will be out next week. Absolute pleasure. Thanks, mate.
1: In lane four, swimming for Australia,
0: Daniel Korski. Listener.